I am Danika. And I am Myra. And this is the Black Women Healing Podcast. A space to discuss mental wellness. A space to dive into soul care and vulnerability. Here, we will support you on your journey as you focus on your healing. While also giving you the work along the way. Welcome to Black Women Healing Podcast. Hey y'all, we're back with another episode of Black Women Healing Podcast. And today is just me and Myra. And I mean, we want to say happy Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day, Love Day, whatever you want to call today. And we just decided to do a small little short episode and just talk about different ways to love ourselves and love each other. Um, And so we're just going to do like kind of a top 10 type of thing. And so starting off, wait, you want to do a random question or you want to hop into it? You could do a random question. Ask me something. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Oh, Lord. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, okay. Halftime show of the Super Bowl. So, why do you think that people glorify Mary J. Blige and her pain? Um, oh, my God. It was a good one. We just, we just watched it. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think that people glorify Mary J. Blige and her pain versus in her triumphs and successes and beautiful bright moments the way mary j blige paints her pain is where she gets her success from because when you think about where she starts off when she first uh came out take a look at my life and she really like felt called to that song she talks about the hardships that she experienced and the hurt the pain then we saw her relationship with one of the members from jodeci i don't know which one and how he was abusive towards her, and how after that, you see her going on. Then with her divorce from her husband, mm. then you see, you know, she talks about her pain and how it helps her to build herself back up. So I feel like she kind of brought that upon herself, and she kind of lives through that. So why not? That's true. That's true. Yeah. All I can hear in my head is no more pain. <laughs> So you watch her documentary, right? And you know how in the documentary they're always playing, take a look at my life. I feel like they played it the whole documentary. They did. They did. Right? And so then after, I was like, I love this song now. But now thinking about it and reflecting, when you think about that song, that song is sad. Take a look. At, I mean, if you look yeah, at your Yeah, it's like life, you don't you feel see. the pain that I feel. Yeah. Did you see that new, um, she had... Matter of fact, yeah, it's a pretty recent video. It's about being happy and about loving yourself. No, I think I it's her and like DJ Khaled and Fat Joe or something. No? I've heard about it. Okay, yeah, I but you see though. the fact that you haven't heard a lot about mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I looked at the video. The video was dope and the song's dope, but I just feel like I haven't really heard anybody talk about it. I haven't heard it on the radio or anything. One second, y'all. Hey, Google, stop. Sorry, y'all know my little Google home. I'm washing clothes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you haven't really seen a lot about it. So I mean, also just like maybe she does, but even when she tries mm-hmm. to make things like more about the positivity, self love, beautiful moments, we tend to not. Even just fine is kind of like sad when you think about it, because she's talking about how she needs to let things go and take the time mm-hmm. to focus on herself. It just has an upbeat, like, sound to it. Because I'm thinking about when she comes out with albums, it's usually after she's had a hard time or something in between. So the Just Fine album, I remember my mom played that from front to back. Something went wrong. Try again in a few seconds. (laughs) Okay, sorry about that. That's my Google. Um, But anyway, Just Fine, that was after she got her divorce from that guy. Remember, she was so happy. She got married. 
Then she got this divorce. Divorce? It was not after him, was it? I feel like something happened around that time. It wasn't, no. It was, she was cool during that time. She wanted, What song did she put out after she was no longer with him? I feel like it was it something wasn't sad. That. It probably, but it wasn't that one. She was still married, I believe. But, yeah. That was a sad breakup, I get what too, you, though. Horrible. Yeah. Absolutely horrific. I agree. But Dancery, that's the only, like, really when I think about a right. song. It's like, in the whole song, like you said, it's not about, like, getting away from, you know, all the hurt. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like dancing. Exactly. So yeah. Dancery, we'd give that one to her. But I don't want to be with you, want to be with you. Now <laughs> Like, yeah, no, I love Mary, but I do wish that we could, you know, see her in, in yeah, the light wanna, I'm going down, Mary. Can we let that go? Yeah, we keeping her. But I mean, keep her, but like I just want to see her happy. Yeah. I was so excited to see her on the Super Bowl, and then she started doing one of them sad songs. <laughs> oh, no. And then she getting on her knees and stuff. Let it know. <laughs> I like seeing my auntie happy. <laughs> nah, for real though. Nah, I agree. I agree. All right, y'all. So that was a nice little random discussion. So starting off, starting from ten, number ten. But ten, are we talking about showing others love or talking about showing ourselves love? Because we said we do too. I was just thinking a mixture, like a popcorn. Okay. Okay. Let's see how this goes. I'll All right. Follow, I'll try to follow. So we can do every other one. One self, like, so this is number 10. I'm going to ask you. So are we both going to do 10, both going to do a 9, both going to do an 8, but switch between the topics? We can. Okay. 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 So start with 10. So number 10 being, what is your favorite way to love yourself in the morning love myself in the morning huh okay my new thing is because don't judge me but i usually i don't wear lotion in general but i've been make, being really intentional about putting something on my body to moisturize it so I've been really thoughtful about what am I buying that I'm going to moisturize my body with. Yeah. So I have a really specific face moisturizer, and I love the way it feels on my face. And I got this really specific, like, body moisturizer or body butter. And I take the time to focus on my feet. <laughs> and I rub them. Man, I rub it into my feet. I make sure them bad boys feel good. <laughs> and I like to rub it into my shoulders because I feel like my shoulders are sometimes tense. And that's my thing. Like, I take my time with it, though. Like, you think I'm about to rub down my whole body. I only focus on those two points, really. I've been hearing that uh, so much, like, from clients, from people of just, like, the intentionality of, like, behind moisturizing your body. It's something about it. I don't know what it is. And you know I air air dry. And so a lot of times I intentionally, it's like, well, I guess it's, it makes me slow down. And so when Mm -hmm. I usually moisturize my body, it's very, like, it's a slow Mm -hmm. process. Mm -hmm. I hit every piece of my body. One, I have to because I got eczema. But yeah. on the other end, it's like, it just makes you slow down. So it does make sense. I was at this um, this conference, Black Emotional Mental Health, whatever. And this girl, I stole it from her. This girl, they had asked, what did y'all do last night to take care of yourself? Because we talked about a lot of heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I took the time to adorn myself. And everybody was like, you did what? Adorn. She was like, <laughs> I took a long, hot shower and I rubbed my body down with coconut, uh, coconut butter, coconut oil, whatever. And I was like, I'm stealing that. Yeah, Cause the like way she like good. described it, I was like, "That sounds like heaven." Yeah, that sounds so like. I just saw that from her. I like that one. Mm-hmm. I like. That. What about you? Um, I feel like that I usually like listening to my bright morning music playlist. I feel like that's the way that I love myself. What's the difference between your bright morning and the regular music you play? Cause it all seemed bright. 
Thank you. Um, <laughs> but it's not. I have actually have a in my feelings playlist. I have a lot of different playlists. Oh, God. Exactly. Um, so I mean, the difference is is my bright morning playlist is literally only music that makes me feel amazing. Mm-hmm. Like like anytime I listen to like maybe a song makes you feel good mm-hmm. and maybe like some of those you heard it's like oh those sound good but mm-hmm. they might not be on my bright morning playlist that makes me feel like great. It's like, called bright know? morning. I like this. I'm gonna yep. that. It's okay. called bright morning playlist. And every single song on there, it's, it makes me just feel amazing. Mm-hmm. So when I wake up and I listen to that, it makes me want to love on myself even more. Like, girl, you Can you share good. one of the songs with us? Um, yeah. So Enjoy Myself Techno. Um, okay. I, it's, it's you don't a, have to share the place with me, so I don't know what that is. Okay. Yeah, Techno is an Afrobeat artist. Okay. A Nigerian, okay. and it's a song he got called Enjoy Myself. And if you ever look at the video, I don't even watch the video, I'm listening to the music. It's literally just like, makes you feel good. Yes, it's literally the song is literally about just enjoying yourself. Mm. Like, I don't care what you do, I don't mm-hmm. care who you are, mm-hmm. enjoy yourself, and just like, just let loose. Like, nobody like cares. Okay, so that song right there, I can hear that anytime. Not just gonna be, I'm gonna get hyped like every time. So, that right there is one of those. So okay. Yeah, I would say that's how I start my mornings to love myself. Mm, okay. All right. So is this on your Spotify? It's on my. I use Title. Well, I use Title, uh, Apple. I use everything. As you I'll go. say share it on Spotify, but okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. I'll share it to you though. Still. Okay. So that's our number ten. Okay. Going to number nine. What are you thinking? What is a way that you typically show, not typically, what is the way you like to show family members that you love them? Hmm. Um, I like to call them and talk to them. (laughs) (laughs) I like to talk, like I'm not a big texter. uh, So I actually like to intentionally call. If I miss you and, you know, um, because obviously we got busy, everybody got different types of schedules. Then I'll even coordinate the time, you know what I'm saying? Oh, mm-hmm. just let me know when you're free. I'll call you whenever, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, I think for me, for sure, it's, like, just showing that, like, I want to talk to you and, like, really talk, not just on no BS, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what's been going on? Like, let's check yeah. in. Like, that's how I show I care. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what about you? I think for me, I get really intentional gifts. Like, I try to get a gift where it's, like, when you see it, it's, like, oh, like, this makes me feel X, Y, and Z thing. And I love to see people's facial expressions when I get them gifts. Because I know I get bomb gifts. And so, I don't know. I just try to get really thoughtful gifts. <laughs> I'm over yeah. here seeing you, or, like, wait for their little expression. I think another thing I like to do is I like to conversate with pictures. So, I like to, like, send a picture of something, like, oh, this made me think oh. of you. Or, what do you think about these shoes I was looking at? Or, a picture of Shiloh, like... Some type of, like, picture, and I like when the person sends me a picture back. Like, I like to have picture conversations. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. hmm Yeah. Okay. Picture conversation. What are you thinking of when you hear that? Like, what's the last picture conversation you had? Um, the last picture conversation I had. Okay, well, my dad, even though he didn't send a picture back. <laughs> so he, I sent him a picture and he asked a question. I sent another picture. <laughs> so he kept saying stuff and I just kept sending pictures. pictures. So I sent him an old picture, like me and him. Because my dad, he always drops me off at the airport when I travel because he's always like, live your life. Mm-hmm. And so I always look forward to him being like, live your life. He gives me a little bit of money and then he'd be like, just come back home. 
And so it was this one picture, like, when I first started traveling. Because I usually fly by myself and meet up with my friends. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I sent him a picture of me leaving. And he was like, was that at the airport? Then I sent the picture of Shiloh. And he was like, wow, she looks like a different person. Then I sent a picture of me. <laughs> He's like, what you up to? Send another picture. Myra, Myra, Myra. Like, he was like, so you going to call me? So it's just hilarious to me because it's like, he going to keep talking. Like, he if he don't get it, picture, send your picture back. But yeah. I like that. I actually really do. Mm-hmm. Like a picture conversation. But I like when you send like, this is what I'm doing right now. And then the person responds like, this is what I'm doing right now. Oh. And then you send a picture of something else. Like, I wish I was doing blah, blah, blah. So that's okay. typically how the conversations go. But my dad's been the most recent that's been funny. You just like, okay. And you uh-huh. just sending pictures. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that's our number nine. Number eight. Um, So... Going going back to loving ourselves, mm-hmm. um, what would you say? And this is off, the, I guess, off the top of the dome. Yeah, what would you say is your favorite moment of self care and self love for you that you've ever experienced in your life? Just like come straight up. Oh, I don't know. Something just comes right away. Um, that's a hard one. I don't know. I'll go first. Okay. Since I asked the question, I got okay. some. Okay. okay. I can tell. So, <laughs> so I was telling Myra about how I, I used to, I need to, I want to get back on it, but I used to date myself where I would take myself out on dates and like, you know, musicals, plays, dinner, whatever. And so one time I was in home in Kentucky and everybody was at work. It was one of those, I was there on a, a random day. And so I took myself to brunch Ooh. and then I took myself to get a massage. Mm. Um, and I, I think I'm thinking of that one just because I feel like I couldn't wait on nobody to do it for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was kind of living their lives and it was like, well, you got to take care of yourself. Yeah. And whoo, that was a, <laughs> that was a nice, the massage is what stands out for me even mm-hmm. more, even more so. But mm-hmm. it was, to me, it was a pretty monumental moment of like, look at you taking care of yourself, you know? So um, you, it has to be a moment. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll never forget when I was a freshman in college, me and my boyfriend, I broke up and I just felt called to start doing yoga. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try yoga. And there's this place, Crenshaw Yoga and Dance. I think it still exists. I don't know. But anyway, mm. I was like, I felt called to go to this place. Let me go there. And I'll never forget <laughs> a funny experience. So I used to go to the Crenshaw Mall to get my eyebrows done. But that day, the lady was like, I feel called to do your makeup. And I was like, I don't want my makeup done before this yoga class. But she already started doing it. So she gave me this full face of makeup. I looked so good for this yoga class. <laughs> like, I look good. And I was like, oh, my God. But, like, I'm not going to be sweating and stuff. What the hell? And I had never done yoga before. So I was, like, nervous. And I'll never forget when I came. Like, everybody, like, complimented me. And that yoga experience was, like, it was just amazing. Like, that made me fall in love with doing yoga because it was just so good. Like, I felt like everything that was happening to me just, like, was on the mat and then it, like, washed mm-hmm. away. And I just felt like sometimes you got to listen to what your body tells you that it needs. Because yeah. I was scared at first. I'm like, I'm about to try yoga. What the hell am I about to do? And then I'm about to go in with this makeup on. How's this going to work? But it worked out. And I, I felt like that was, like, an amazing day. And I'm happy I did that for my 18 year old self. I was only 18. So. Dang, you was 18. Yeah. My mom was like, you really just going to go to this place? And I was like, yeah, I looked it up. Well, I had called. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, it's only $10. And other places were like $20. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let me just try this out. 
Yeah, great moment. Awesome moment. Yeah, because yeah. you still you still do your yoga to this day. Girl, I haven't done yoga in forever. I, I was doing it last year a little bit, but not as much as I should. Yeah, but that's still, yeah. That's a, a really cool moment. You learned something new. You did something for yourself. And like you just said, I mean, you look you look good doing it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> with my full face of makeup on. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah, I'll never forget that. Um, so we done number nine for number eight. What is a dish that you like to cook to show love for those that you care about? Oh, okay. So my friend Maureen, she taught me how to make this dish. She don't even know the name of it, but she said her mom used to her mom used to make it all the time. So Maureen, you all is uh, from Ivory Coast. Oh my God! What? I just had a flashback to when you made this dish. It's so good. <laughs> you had to okay, see. sorry. I love you. I love you. I've been thinking about it all the time, but I didn't make the connection that it was Maureen. Yes, Maureen taught me how to make that dish, and Gosh, so it's good. I swear, I feel like it is. <laughs> oh my too. God, my mouth is watering. <laughs> I feel like it's good too. So, um, yeah, no, I feel like, yeah, if I make that dish for you, yeah, I love you. Because it's not really difficult, but I do feel like, you know, you kind of, you make your own little sauce and stuff. You put a little time in, into it. And it I feel no like. You It's not, it's not hard, but I think because of how I learned how to make it, somebody who I care about taught me how to make it. And so I guess now me is something like, yeah, when I make you this dish, I care about you. That is good. That's mm. one of my favorite dishes too. Mm. So I would say that one. And so, sorry, y'all, I don't know the name, but it's really just like chicken, beans, mushroom, and a cream sauce over jasmine rice. Mm. <laughs> it's delicious. Um, I just remember that one time you made it. I went to like, can I have something to take home? <laughs> it's so good. I'm glad you liked it. What about you? Mm, I think everybody knows mine's a steak. Because I've mastered how to make a good steak. And, yeah. Steak is probably, like, my go-to that I make for folks. Um, Depending on who it is, because my friend Shamika, she's vegan. So, mm. I think for her, I like to make um, black-eyed peas. Because, mm. you know, black-eyed peas take forever to make. Yes. Yeah, you got to make those with love. Yeah. And being somebody that's vegan, you can't put meat in it. So you got to make sure you season really? it correctly oh so it still tastes good. Goodness. So I would say either black eyed peas. Oh, black eyed peas, greens, or a steak. But steak would be number one. Mm. Everybody loves my steak. Take me an hour to cook it, but steak. Yeah, my ain't made me none of that stuff. So I'm guessing she don't love me. You want to go out to eat when you're here. <laughs> she and I'll turn it down. <laughs> I ain't had no greens, no black eyed peas. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. No, no. I want to try all of that. It all, that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. I, and the fact that you're talking about black eyed peas, I don't really know too many people who just like really know how to make a black eyed peas. I, black-eyed I don't even peas. know how to just make them. My mom makes them. You know, like I can the, make them in a crock pot. I'm sure you can. But I'm just like, it's, it's never, they're good, but it's just not usually something that's like, that I necessarily want all the time. My mama would mm-hmm. make them for, you know, New Year's, mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. She would make, you know, like the certain little dishes. But yeah. I don't never really crave black eyed peas. But I also, like I said, don't never hear anybody saying like, oh, making black eyed peas on like yeah. a regular day. People don't usually just be making greens either. You're right. Actually, out here in like California, people don't. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Girl, you from the South. 
But anyway, I just love the food. It just does something for me. Like greens take me back to my grandma. Black eyed peas mm-hmm. take me back to my grandma. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a steak is just one of those things because I've mastered it. Because most of the things that I cook, I've tried to master it. So make mm-hmm. steak like I've mastered it. So I'm like, oh, everybody likes it. Let me make it. But greens and black eyed peas, it just brings me back to childhood. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you eat something, you're like, oh, I remember, blah, blah, blah. It's one yeah. of those things. And I've learned how to make those things without meat. Which is like, everybody puts meat in their greens and everybody puts meat in their black eyed peas. <laughs> Any type of beans. You're going to have at least a piece of bacon. Yeah. Something. Yeah, not for sure. Mm-hmm. It's a win. So we'll be on number eight, number seven. Number seven. All right, number seven. Um, so we got baby Shyla. So she's the inspiration for my next one. So what is your favorite way to love on a child? We just did one. No, we didn't. Not child, but we just did one that was like others. You got to do the self one. Oh, we did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, damn, I'm getting lost. Okay, we, oh, I'm the self, you the other. That's what's been going on. Okay, going back to self. <laughs> I'll ask for for you. Okay, yep, okay. So, going back to self, um, what is, or how how do you feel like that you love yourself when you've made a mistake? Hmm. How do I love myself when I've made a mistake? Or done something that you don't, I won't say mistake. Sometimes people take that wrong. When you've done something that you don't agree with and you feel bad about making a decision. Hmm. How do I do that? I don't know. I think for me it's more about like prayer and mm-hmm. um, praying through it and journaling through it. I don't know. I feel like when, I'll use the word mistakes or mishaps, whatever. When they happen, I can be hard on myself in the beginning. But as time goes on, I'm like, you're human. That's my favorite thing to say is you human, you're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna have like things that you're not always proud of, but life has to go on. Like the show goes on. So yeah. And the things you be upset about yourself with, like a year down the road sometimes, they don't even matter as much. So why am I like so pressed about it now? Woo. It's true. I know, it's easier said though. Yeah. But I don't know, when you think about like when you do something you're not happy with the way it lives inside of you is you don't want to hold on to that. At least I don't be wanting to. I'd be like, let me let this go. Or move forward. I want to say let it go. Move forward. Move forward, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. The stuff that we tend to, like, really let make us feel bad when you look back on a lot of times, you'd be like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, this in the big scheme of thing of my life really didn't mm-hmm. matter. Actually, something yeah. that I do try to do is I try to find other people that have done the same thing. You know, so it's my talk, thing. Yeah, yeah so I can talk <laughs> to them through it. So they could tell me, like, how their experience was and how they were able to get through it. I've done that a lot. And I feel like that's what's been really helpful for me to move forward. Because it's like, once I talk to them, like, they move forward. So it's cool. Yeah. They got through it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, it's hope for me. Mm -hmm. Like, we, I got to, it's okay. Especially when it's somebody that you respect. Then it's like, okay. Yeah. 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 What about you? Yeah, I would say similar to, like, I'm a person who I learn in general off of, like through people mm-hmm. so like i like to talk about my problems out and i like to you know you like to talk everything out exactly the people that i want to talk about <laughs> with so let's add that to it but it's but true that's a good thing though right yeah like so if i can if i go through something and i feel if i'm feeling bad about it i might call you and be like girl like i did this thing and i just been you know what i'm saying like just not feeling good and so you might tell me an experience you've been through 
mm-hmm. and similar. Mm-hmm. That helps me sometimes. It's like that relatability of like, yes, I'm human. Somebody else done went through it. Yeah. Or even if you haven't been through it, just having like a sound, like a different, a different, a different person's perspective who is not necessarily in it sometimes helps. So I think just talking about it. Yeah. Um, but I will, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes depending on what it is, it could take me like a few, a few days, maybe a few weeks to like really, it's kind of like this constant like self battle of like putting positivity back into myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it depends on what the thing is, mm-hmm. but if it's mm-hmm. something big, it's just like a constant effort. And then, you know, praying i agree with that like praying to god um for forgiveness but also praying god to ask me not to be so hard on myself yeah um so those are a few it's hard it's hard though Mm -hmm. that self internal battle when you do something that you don't feel good about like you doing you know what i'm saying you want to you want to make the best decisions that you can yeah so when you don't it'd be like it can eat you up but i think you make a good point in talking to other people because i've been realizing like in my friend groups you know a lot of people really struggle with when they have that internal battle they make it worse and they dig themselves into this like deeper hole and then they do that and then then they decide to talk to somebody and they can't even hear where you're coming from because it's so deep into the hole yeah so i've been trying to push my friends and even push myself when i'm feeling away talk about it in the beginning as opposed to like waiting when i've dug myself into this hole and i came up with all these answers and you know instead of running to my journal first i need to run to people and talk things through and process it then reflect in journal as opposed to going to this journal writing all this stuff coming up with these answers making it worse for myself when it don't even gotta be all that that is so true it don't gotta be all that <laughs> so then by the time you done talk to somebody you ain't hear nothing they gotta say because you yeah. done already formed that's been like a conversation yeah. i've been having a lot with my friends because they just get so deep and then now at this point they're depressed because mm-hmm. they've come up with all these answers where it's like you should try to talk to somebody first before you came up with that about yourself mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i agree yeah so that's my my um little way that i do to love myself through a decision that i made that i don't agree with okay well number five i'll ask what you was gonna ask <laughs> how do you love on children okay so typically i like to um i like to play with kids so i think that and, I mean, I think it doesn't matter, like, what age they are. It depends on, I mean, like, Shiloh playing with her right now and is talking to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's it. That's yeah. all you can do. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think one of the, the things that we tend to miss out on is, like, not not understanding what a kid likes. Mm-hmm. So, usually when I meet kids, I'll be like, oh, what's your favorite thing to do? Like, what do you like? And then I'll let them engage in that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if it's, like, I don't know, Ninja Turtles. Then I'm going to play Ninja Turtles with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or some kids, it might be a book or it might be a show. Then I'm going to engage in that thing with mm-hmm. you. And so mm-hmm. that's how I like to love on kids in general is just, like, showing them that, like, what you like is important. Yeah. And so that's the way I do. Yeah. I think for me it's just treating them like they're human. Because I feel like oftentimes mm-hmm. kid, kids are taught to, like, they have, like, no place in the world. Like, they're small. Um, and I don't like that. So I just talk to them like they're human. Like my little brother, for example, I feel like he loves me so much. Cause I talk to him like he's a regular person. <laughs> like, and then I notice when my parents, they talk to him like he's a, like a, I don't know. Like how people talk to kids. Like they just don't have no like place in the world. Like they just mm. got to follow everything that you say. They shouldn't have very much to say type of thing. Yeah. No, let's talk normal. So I feel like that's why, you know, he loves me so much. So do the same thing with Shadow. talking to her. 
I talk her through everything. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Teaching her a little patience. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Love on the kiddos, y'all. Um, number four? Yeah, four. Okay, number four. Cuatro. Um, so, okay. When it comes to paying homage to, um, that's not a good one. <laughs> Remember self. I know. See, I want to love on everybody else so <laughs> bad, y'all. Um, I've done a lot of self-love stuff. Okay. What's a what's a new what's a new activity that you've incorporated in your new in your schedule to love on yourself, let's say in the last 3 months? New? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. Let me think about this. I think that for me, my self-care or self-love is more so like a soul care type of thing. Soul. So, yeah. It's always changing. So I'm always doing like what fits. So that's why when you're like, what's one new thing you're doing? I'm like, I really can't tell you one new thing because as the weeks go, I have to do new things that make sense for me. So like sometimes I need to take a long bath. Sometimes baths don't work. Sometimes I need to take a long shower. Sometimes I need to journal in the bathtub. Sometimes I need to isolate myself and journal. Sometimes I need to eat on the balcony. So everything is like... Okay, let me say this It changes up. So what's something new, though, that you've never done, that you've tried in the last three Mm, months, though? Nothing. So everything's just kind of been like, yeah. yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I think something that I've tried... Like, I do drink tea, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I feel like I've been drinking tea, like at least like five days a week um and i feel like that's something that's helpful for me just because it relaxes me mm-hmm. i'll drink a lot of like ginger turmeric yeah. uh common like chamomile and stuff and like i feel like it really helps to like kind of center me and it doesn't always have to be just like in the morning like i'll drink it in the middle of the day you know mm-hmm. yeah so i would say that for me yeah i ain't got nothing it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> okay. So, what number are we on three? What is a way that you... Hmm. Let me think about this. What is a way that you show love toward your grandparents? Hmm. Little grandparents. Um, so, with my grandparents... Like I said, like, I mean, with people in general, I tend to, like, call them and talk to them. But I think when I'm home, when I go back home, I try to spend some time with them, at least see them at least once. and have, like, some intentional time. I know, like, with my granny Callie, I'll go to her house and I'll just sit there with her. She always going to have some food, child. But so mm-hmm. she's going to make me a plate of whatever she made and give me all type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? She's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? You want that? You want that? It's heavy. But she'll watch her shows. Y'all should be watching, like, Real Housewives of Atlanta and uh, Married to Medicine. All the E. What's that? What channel is that? Uh, It's not E. I know. I can't think of it. It's like a similar channel. Yeah. She'll be watching all of that. And I'll sit there and watch it with her. We'll be talking. She'll be doing her little commentation. I'll be right along there with her. And so whatever it takes to spend time with her intentionally, like, that's what I like to do. Um, trying to continue to learn from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's another way. Like I showed that, like 
like I I value everything that you've done and continue yeah. to do for the family and I want all of it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I want all of it. So yeah. I would say that's how I love my grandparents. I like that. Yeah. Um, how do I love my grandparents? My grandpa, he's a nut job. So <laughs> loving on him looks like listening to him yell because mm-hmm. his hearing is not the best. So listen to him yell about how he hates everybody because I'm the only person that he likes. <laughs> so listening to him do that with my grandma, it would probably be just like talking. Like all that she cared about is if I call and say like, hey, love you. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't really hold much of a conversation anymore. Um, so that would definitely be it. And what else? Yeah, I would say that's definitely it. And then just asking questions about, like, her upbringing, making sure I'm, like, documenting that history. Mm-hmm. Um, funny thing, my grandma really wanted a daughter. So she saved, like, all this, like, designer stuff that was, like, cool back then but not cool now. But she, like, saved all this stuff. So um, she really cares about that stuff. So just making sure she knows, like, oh, grandma, like, remember the, the Calvin Klein shirt you gave me? Remember this jacket you gave me? Yeah, I've been wearing it, blah, blah, blah. She's like, yeah, I bought that 45 years ago. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> or like happy. this ring that she got me that, you know, I'm supposed to like pass down to Shyla. Telling her like, yeah, I wear the ring or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Aww. So stuff like that is like important for her because she really wanted a daughter. And she always says like, you're the daughter I really, I really mm. wanted. So I think like that just reminded her like, you still have value because my grandma, she feels like because she's old, like yeah. she doesn't have a purpose anymore. Yes. Yeah. So I think always just like reminding her. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, our grand. Yeah. So, so valuable. So important. She went 88 now. Yeah. Oof. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got to love on our grandparents. We'll be on <laughs> number two. Um. Okay. This was a little deep. And I'm noticing, and it, it, it's this might be a it's a point, y'all. It's a little struggle coming up with questions about loving yourself, mm. which is interesting. But okay, Shyla, she said, "Get it together." I'm trying. Um, how would you say that you love on yourself when you're in a committed relationship, romantic relationship? with another person or people or whatever whatever you identify with right? i feel like it's simple just making time for myself making time for yourself yeah well i'm with someone who always says you're your own person and i'm my own person so mm-hmm. you have to continue to do things that make you happy like he always says that so just continue to make time for myself that was easy for her y'all <laughs> that's yeah. good because i feel like i did so much work with like self-love like it comes to me much easier making sure that I practice it mm-hmm. or being mindful of like when I'm not practicing it mm-hmm. and what I need to do to step up for myself. It's hard work, but I feel like I'm there now. Yeah. Yeah. So you did so much work on yourself mm-hmm. with like understanding yourself and self care and all that. So once you got into a relationship, a lot of it became just like a no burner. It's just yep. what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I think to add like an addition, just just like the being intentional about having a separate life too. Yeah. So it's like you have like kind of like in therapy a lot of times. I mean, just in general, you'll have like the the diagram where it's the two circles, and then the middle part that comes together where it's one big circle. So it's technically it's three circles, right? Wait, what are you talking about? What? Break it down one more time. Okay. So it's a diagram. You have. I, I'm y'all, y'all gonna know what this is called, but the I can't. Genogram? 
not a genogram no people are okay let me so okay you got three circles mm-hmm. one two three and in the middle the, the, oh, the, the second one overlaps what it's called something in it i don't know what it's called though but yes, I know yes. Talking about now. okay so the one in the middle is y'all together the one on the left is one person the one on the right is the other and this is obviously talking about a monogamous relationship y'all mm-hmm. so in in this monogamous relationship you have your separate selves and then you have y'all where y'all come together. Yeah. Meaning that you need to have all three to be able to operate in that type of relationship and romantic relationship. So it's vital. Like, so if one person just, it, it just forgets about themselves as a person, as an individual, it's not going to work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, if the other person forgets, or let's say it's, it's, you know, it's only both of y'all in this, the middle circle, it's not going to work. You have to continuously see yourself as individuals and as a couple Mm -hmm. and so i think that is a way that i have i'm continuously because i won't say it's i don't think it's like an ending goal to it i think it constantly changes but so i love yourself in a relationship but also you know just understanding that y'all are individuals so being an individual it means taking time to understand what you like um i think sometimes a relationship you might even have to be like dang i haven't hung out with my friends or I haven't did this thing that I really like to do and it made me may mean counseling not even counseling but like I don't know with your partner like going ahead and saying like oh Wednesday this is what I'm just letting you know I'm doing this thing right mm-hmm. and sometimes we be wanting to spend it with our partner all the time so it might be it may sound weird but it's like even like even telling yourself to to not do that thing that you want to do it sounds so right. weird to yeah. say uh, discipline is discipline and so like you still can enjoy yourself but being able to have some control have mm-hmm. some control mm-hmm. over like what's what's happening um so that's what i would say does that make sense yeah for sure for sure it's just okay. all about the carving out the time right right the time the time piece yeah okay we on the last one no we on number one hmm number one How do you, wait, I got to think about this, because it got to be a good one since it's number one, even (laughs) though I'm drawing a blank. I don't want it to be about partners, because we kind of already talked about partners just now. Um, How do you intentionally show love for, let's say, someone in your life that's entering a new chapter? whether it be a rough chapter, um, a chapter they're looking forward to, how do you try to show up Mm -hmm. in that space? Oh, Lord. Um, (laughs) I say that because it's hard, because sometimes you might not want to enter it with them, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Good point. So the realization, if you don't want to enter in with them, then what does that look like? Mm -hmm. Does that mean having a conversation? Does that mean letting the relationship fizzle off? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're wanting to, if I'm wanting to, speaking for my own self, then it means having a conversation on like, how can I support you? Asking if I'm supporting this person, seeing if I'm already doing enough and I'm just stressing myself out or sometimes you're really not. And so I yeah. think that's why you actually have to ask the questions. And sometimes we feel like, oh, I don't want to have to say the obvious, but... A lot of sometimes times it's, it's not, not obvious. obvious. Yeah, sometimes it's not. And that's what I'm starting to realize, too. Like, a lot of this stuff, the assumption, 
it's girl it'd be wrong yeah so asking how can i support you you know kind of like a little baby evaluation of like how what how you're showing up in this relationship mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. and most likely you know they're gonna tell you what they feel like they need if they even know what they need. Sometimes people don't know what they need, which is fine too. Yeah. But it's going to force them to think about it a little bit more, most likely, even mm-hmm. if they haven't. They're like, oh, dang, I didn't think about that, but I guess maybe I do need this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're like, you're doing great, and then great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so I would say that's how I love on people in, in, in chapters. I also, depending on, I show up a little bit more sometimes for people who, especially when people are grieving, I'm not going to lie, I will fizzle off eventually, but at the beginning, I'm usually, like, checking on you, trying to, like, every day or every other day, um, sending you, like, motivational quotes, just calling you randomly, you good, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that, the grieving one, I think, is plays a, a little separate part for me, but, um, yeah, overall, just, just showing up more, yeah. What about you? I think mine was just being present. Mm. And just going with the flow of whatever is needed. Um, yeah, I don't think you need to go on with a game plan. And this is what I'm going to do. Or this is how mm. I'm going to show up. Because the way you can decide to show up may not be what the person needs. So I think just being present and being, like, conscious of, like, okay, I noticed this, this, and that. Let me step in for that. So I think just being mindful and present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never know. Yeah. She open eyes and close them. <laughs> okay, y'all. So we went through top ten. Actually, it was top twenty when you think about it. Um, yeah. Top twenty, true. and we talked about y'all the ways that we love on other people and the ways that we love on ourselves. Which is, I mean, both of them are very beautiful things. I think they intertwine, and you need both to survive and be these humanistic people that we are. Um, so, is there anything you want to share before we end this episode? Nothing I can think of. Yeah, me either. So, in the words of many, many people. Stay black, stay blessed. <laughs> <laughs> With a capital B. In black and blessed. <laughs> I was going to say, like, love is us, love is all. Girl, bye. Oh, my goodness. Happy Black History Month. <laughs> Not for real, y'all. All all the above. We will see y'all next week. Y'all, it's official. We are an Amazon affiliate. And it's only right because our Let's Heal book is offered on Amazon. If you haven't already checked it out, go ahead and click the link in our description and check it out. Help us support you while we support us, while we all support each other, if you know what I'm saying. All right, y'all, check it out. So y'all, we have to shout out our friends over at Fiverr. We are officially a Fiverr affiliate. And I love Fiverr because you can literally go to them for any type of project you might wanna work on, whether it be if you need a new logo, you need help with the resume, you need help with social media, they help you over there. So go ahead and check out our friends over at Fiverr. That's five E-R-R. So five with two R's at the end. So go ahead and check them out with the link in our bio and tell them that we sent you.